Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tea Please podcast. I don't know about you, but I have been in such a season of transition lately, and it is uncomfy, all caps. (laughs) I find myself resisting the quick pace of life that we have right now, and I get so easily overwhelmed. And then my go-to is to shut down and not do anything, so I'm trying even harder to resist the urge to shut down this season. I also think December is a big transition season on a normal year, even when you don't have like massive life changes happening at the same time. I think it's a natural time to start reflecting on our year and look ahead to the next year. So it's for sure what I've been doing at the beginning of this month too. So usually the first Monday of every month is a solo episode. So this is perfect because it's also what I had scheduled for the end of the Tea Please season two. Crazy. However, I have been thinking a lot about where I really want the podcast to go, and to be honest, I have thought several times about quitting the whole thing. I am not going to stop the podcast. In fact, I am not even going to be taking a season break because I'm going to change the format of the show going forward a little bit. So I'll tell you a little bit about that, what I have planned, Um, but I also want to talk to you about something that's kind of been my theme for this year. In the spirit of reflection and coming up on almost a year of the podcast in January, but this is like the end of the season that I had planned. So a lot of natural reflections coming up with the end of season two and end of the year, just lots of transitions. So I want to walk through what my themes of this year have been and what I've learned about confidence and self-trust. Those have totally been my focus and theme for 2021. And when I started the Tea Please last year on January 4th, 2021, I really had no idea what it was going to be. And over the year, I've learned a lot about confidence and trusting myself, which are two concepts that I think have previously really held me back in taking action or pursuing pretty much anything. They just get in the way. And these two things, I think making them my focus for 2021 has served me well. Some people give themselves a word for the year to focus on or to sum up the theme of their year. Um, So for me, self-trust and confidence have been my words. And to layer one more thing in there, 2019 and 2020, I started to dabble in content creation and everything I made is so cringe. I'm not even to the point where I can laugh at it because I see what I created and I see how much I was struggling with confidence. I recognize it in myself even through video and it it hits too hard because I want to be confident so badly, obviously. It's an admirable quality and I can just see my lack of confidence and just like trust in myself in these videos that it's it's a little bit too hard for me to watch at this point. <laughs> but I was trying and putting myself out there in other ways before the podcast and it didn't have the same effect. So something about this podcast thing really brought my personal growth to a new level and I'm really glad that it was a medium that stuck with me and you know I did it for an entire year or I will at the end of this year. And I'm glad that it went the way that it did. I was totally prepared to fail equally, like I had with making skincare videos and weird TikToks. So going into my first year of the show, I wanted to look at 2021 as the year to put myself out there, to explore and experiment with the podcast. Keep it light. I have a hard time keeping things light. I'm a perfectionismist. (laughs) Perfectionist. I'm not even going to cut that out. 
I I am a perfectionist and I do this thing where I try to do literally anything and I am so hard on myself like poor Taylor watches this happen it's just self-sabotage to the extreme and I get so in my head about things and I really wanted to try this podcast or approaching the podcast in a way that took the pressure off of me and I continuously had to come back to that thought and practice doing that because so many times throughout the year I questioned do I really enjoy doing this or am I just making it impossibly hard on myself and that's why I'm not enjoying it Um, because I've just done this with so many things in my life that it's now hard for me to tell if I actually enjoy something or if I'm taking the possibility of joy away from myself before I even give myself a chance if that makes sense. So let me tell you my goals for 2021 as I started this podcast. One of my goals was to release a new episode every single week without a break. (laughs) which definitely did not happen because 2021 was also the year that I burnt myself to the ground. I have never experienced burnout like I did this year and I'll chalk it up to a massive transition year. Taylor and I, we got married, we bought our first house, which is also my first renovation project and the project is a complete gutting of over 3,000 square feet. (laughs) I started a new job in a new industry this year Rocket was sick for about five months of the year, and I mean really sick. I truly thought we were going to lose him because his health was continuing to decline every single month for five months. And I know people don't feel the same about other people's dogs and can't understand how hard it was for me, but I love this dog more than anything. If you follow me on Instagram at the Tea Please Podcast, you have seen Rocket. He is just a sweet little bean, and he makes himself so known in the family and just demands attention that his presence is just it's so prevalent in my life that to see him hurting and really really sick was completely heartbreaking if you don't follow me or don't know who rocket is go check it out on my instagram because you'll love him he's just so cute cute dog content on my page for sure But basically, Rocket, my five-pound Yorkie Chihuahua, was an impulse buy that Taylor shockingly agreed to almost four years ago now because I was really depressed and have always wanted my own little creature to take care of. We googled his breed of dog, so Yorkie and Chihuahua mix, and he's classified as a designer dog, which is hilarious. It definitely fits his personality. But we got him for $250 at a local shelter, and we picked him up at a bus stop from his foster family. We found out his diagnosis of protein-losing enteropathy this September, I think it was, and it's genetic. And ill-informed breeding is the number one cause of this disease. So the fact that we got such a little cute guy from a shelter for the price that he was means they might have known that he was predisposed to this issue before we got him. But anyway, for him to be this sick was totally heartbreaking. I mean, he could not do anything. He could not eat. He could not sleep. I was rocking him constantly because that was the only thing that would make him relax and stay calm enough so that he could actually rest. And it made our wedding season extremely challenging because we were trying to figure out what was wrong with him at the same time that we were planning and actually getting married because it did not stop. And you know, he's small. He's 5.2 pounds and he's fragile, and he was really, really sick. We eventually got the diagnosis for him and have had a lot of trial and error with his new diet and meds, but he's stable and doing great. My point with all of that is I did not release an episode every single week this year, and those are my excuses as to why I didn't. 
but I don't regret slowing down when I needed to. I learned so many lessons this year and I learned that I can trust myself to make the right decision when it comes to my mental health and my family, which includes my five pound dog. The other goal I gave myself was to partner with at least one brand, which I did. I was offered $90 to create an ad read video for Descript. It's the podcast editing software that I use. And while I have big dreams of big partnerships and opportunities, the amount of opportunities that have come up for me because I put myself out there imperfectly with the podcast are the true treasures of my year. I've connected with so many of you this year, which has been incredibly rewarding. Connection is the whole point. And I feel so grateful for the year that I've had and to really feel validated with the connections that I've made that I'm reaching the people that I want to reach and other like-minded people out there. Like it's truly been amazing and I was not expecting it. Like I said, I was expecting to fail like I did with skincare videos and TikToks and Instagram stories and just trying so many different things. I was expecting this to be similar and I would just continue testing things, but it stuck. Okay, so I can easily go off on tangents, so let me reel this in to connect back to the title of this episode. I have learned a lot about trusting myself and a lot about confidence. For the sake of this conversation, I think confidence can be built in two ways. One way is when life throws a curveball at you and you survive and you come out stronger on the other side. And I want to emphasize that coming out stronger on the other side is the whole thing. Everyone gets thrown curveballs in life, And without intentional action and effort, sometimes those curveballs can crush us and take something away from us. Coming out stronger on the other side means that you've done the work to get through it and heal. Overcoming is like the ultimate confidence booster. The second way I think confidence can be built is by putting ourselves in difficult positions and coming out stronger on the other side. Again, overcoming is a great confidence booster. The key for me this year has been owning that I did the work to come out stronger on the other side. It wasn't some other thing outside of me that made my life easier or got me through those situations that deeply affected my mindset. It was me and what I was doing. Owning that and recognizing what I did for myself definitely helped me build confidence this year. Notice how I didn't say, oh, I put myself out there and lots and lots of people liked what I was doing and validated my work and that's why I feel more confident. That is not it. Doesn't hurt, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's the work that I did in taking a beat to acknowledge that what I did for my own self, my family, and my future helped me to be more confident. So here are two real examples from this year that really rocked me but left me stronger and more confident. Okay, the first one is I started a new job at a startup company. I started a new job as a program coordinator for an influencer marketing software company, and I had previously worked in paid media doing Facebook and Google ads, but that is a completely different world than working with influencers. I had like a whole industry to catch up on. The first several months, I felt like I could not keep my head above water. I was messing up daily. I lost a massive account for the company within my first 90 days, and I felt completely out of my element. I definitely did not feel good enough for this job. I thought, oh my gosh, this is not good. (laughs) It's fair to say that I did not feel confident, but I kept asking questions, I kept messing up, and I kept learning and creating process for myself that helped me through the learning curve. And now, a few months shy of my year at the company, I feel way more confident in what I'm doing, and it feels great to say that I got through it and I own the growth that I had. 
Yes, I had support from my manager and my team, but I took initiative in my learning and, you know, letting them know like I'm drowning a little bit (laughs) and really like taking steps to get myself in a position where I could stand up strongly in my role. This is an example of a situation that I put myself in. I knew this going into the job. I was switching industries and starting something new and it really paid off. And I'm really glad that I did it because I feel I just feel more confident in my professional life and also just personally because again, like I overcame so much in my first year at this job. And the second example is for sure Rocket. I won't talk about him the entire episode, but it was totally out of nowhere and lasted five months. Not like five months always on meds and doing okay and we're getting a hang of it. Like that's where we're at now. This was five months of like touch and go. What are we going to do? I was rocking him constantly. I was going to the ER three times, countless vet and specialist appointments, all while planning our wedding and getting married and buying a house and like a million other things. And I wasn't feeling confident in the thick of it, but looking back, I know I did absolutely everything I could to make sure that he was going to be okay. And I'm happy with the priorities that I chose. I got offline for an entire month to focus on my family and I'm proud of that decision. And that makes me feel more confident in my decisions. I knew what was more important to me at the time, making that decision, following through with it, and then seeing how like it really did help my mindset and my family and to get back in it when I was ready, it helped me build confidence. So we've talked a lot about confidence at this point, um, and I also want to talk about trust too. Trusting myself is a huge ongoing life lesson for me. When you go through trauma, it can have that effect. You get in sticky situations or something happens and you think, well, okay, did I put myself in that situation? Or maybe someone is telling you that you're making the wrong decisions over and over again. Society tells us that without being super obvious about it. It's just a tricky thing. I've always struggled with trusting my decisions and knowing that I can do things. And not just do things, trusting myself that I can do hard things and do them well. So putting myself out there over and over again this year with the podcast and on my Instagram has increased the trust I have for myself and my decisions. I feel closer to my intuition and know when something doesn't feel good and when a change is needed. I've stopped seeking out content videos and strategy videos about how to grow your podcast, Instagram, whatever, because it doesn't matter to me. I have to do it in a way that is authentic and in sync with me and my spirit. I feel confident in knowing that if I take an aligned action, I will get there. It's my way and it's the only way it's going to work, so I have to do it my way. Getting in the habit of making, you know, distinct decisions that I'm saying like, yes, this is what I feel is the right decision and I'm going to follow it through and then reflecting on that after, I think has really helped me in my confidence and self-trust journey because the two go hand in hand. And I think awareness is key. Again, like I have to be aware and I have to acknowledge like my hand in my life and what's going on and that can either break you down if you're not making great choices or choices that you're not happy with, or it can really build you up if you are continuously making decisions that are making you feel good, that's the way to go. So that brings me to a decision that I've made for the podcast that I hope you'll be on board for. I've decided not to do interview guest format for the time being. I've been thinking about this for a solid month and making the decision has me re-energized when I was feeling a little dread in terms of executing the podcast. It's the end of my season two or what I had planned for season two and I 
You know, at this point at the end of season one, I had a whole list of guests that I wanted to reach out to, of topics that I wanted to discuss with certain people. And I just don't have that at the end of this season. I, I'm i feeling like the guests are not, it's not it with me. I love, I love the guests that have come on the show. Don't get me wrong. They are amazing. They have added incredible insights and incredible value to me and you guys, I'm hoping. But when I first had the idea for the podcast, I thought, well, I'm struggling with other content because I don't feel like an expert in anything and who am I to talk about literally anything and have people listen. (laughs) So that confidence piece was obviously missing. It was a light bulb moment to say, hey, I can invite other people to the podcast and they can do most of the talking. How amazing. So that's what I did. Now I'm having another light bulb moment where I'm saying I don't need these guests every week. What I say is valuable and I want to share more. Talk about confidence and trusting myself, right? And I'm still figuring it all out. And I hope that that makes me relatable and not unprofessional or wishy-washy. That's kind of the beauty of doing my own thing and not getting paid to do it. I can change it so easily for whatever feels more expansive than constricted. When I was thinking about like all the outreach that I would have to do and just really what it would mean to go through interviews and And I have several interviews from this last round that I didn't even air because I'm obsessive about the quality and I don't think that they are what I want to release. It's just a lot of time and energy to book guests, do outreach, especially as a small creator who doesn't have like the metrics, vanity metrics that that other people are looking for to agree to come on the show. Like you really got to work to get solid guests on your show. And when I thought about all that work, I just felt tight. My chest felt tight. I was just not feeling good about it. And then when I thought of different ways that I could, you know, keep this podcast going and not do guests, I started thinking like, okay, let's switch the ratio of guests to solos. And that idea felt so much more expansive and open and energizing. So that's the one that I am choosing to listen to. And I still want to have guests on the show to bring in that conversational format and added insights that make guest interviews really dynamic and great. But maybe it's a different type of guest. We'll see. I don't know. But I think I'm ready to switch the ratio of these episodes. Instead of sprinkling in solos, I'll be sprinkling in guest interviews. I realized that I was feeling pressure with guests because I'm so passionate about mental health and I was so picky about guest credentials and topics and quality of the interview that it was just taking up so much energy. Too much for where I'm at in my life right now. I still have a full-time job. I still have this home renovation. We're moving. There's a lot going on. And I want to bring a more relaxed tone to my episodes. Take some of that pressure off because I was feeling like really worried about the caliber of guests that I was bringing on and then thinking like, do I really want to be this rock solid mental health resource or am I more passionate about like the relatable backstory and the answer is the relatable backstory. Like I, the content creators and people that I look to online for inspiration are not like scientific knowledge only. I don't like fiction books. I only read nonfiction and like self-help books. (laughs) So my content needs to reflect that. And I think that I was getting a little bit away from that. And so that's why I'm making this change. I had a poll on my stories a few weeks back and you all told me that you love to listen to podcasts for entertainment more than learning. Learning something is still really important to you and I want episodes to really be both going forward. Um, I'm envisioning like a relaxed entertainment vlog style, but it's audio, so whatever you want to call that. Relaxed entertainment that you can listen to while you run errands, fold your laundry, take a shower, Um, And like learn a little bit because I think hearing other people's perspectives and reflections on topics is 
is helpful. And I always learn a lot from hearing that too. So that's what you'll continue to get from the Tea Please podcast. The introspection is not going anywhere. The mental health themes are not going anywhere. I am definitely not going anywhere, but the format is changing a little bit. And it will probably continue to change. I mean, if you are here right now, you are the OG listeners, okay? And we are going to remember this when, you know, we have big brand partnerships and are able to quit our full-time job to be a content creator. That is like my ultimate dream. And it does feel weird to change things up when I do have like an audience that consistently listens to the format that I've been putting out. I feel kind of like, oh my gosh, I hope that you guys like it and you won't like stop listening or you're like, holy cow, Sarah, you don't know what you're doing and you're changing your mind all the time. Like, no. Let's just make the journey the whole thing. And I hope you guys are here for it. I cannot wait for another year with you all. And I've been thinking about what I want my theme for 2022 to be. And I think it's going to be stepping into my power. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tea Please podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you stick around. If this is like your first episode that you're listening to, that's probably pretty weird, but come back in an episode or two and I'm sure that you'll get the hang of how we do things over here and how we're going to do things over here. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Tea Please podcast. I've not been as active as I normally am over there. Um, again, because it's super busy, but I'm testing out some things, playing with video, so more content to come on different platforms and and all good things coming. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. This is the end of season two, technically, but we're going to keep going with solo episodes because that's the new format. So you can expect a new episode next Monday and every Monday after that, unless I call a break at some point because it's my podcast and no one pays me to do this and I'm allowed to do that. But Go ahead and click follow so you never miss an episode. I love you guys. Have a great week. I'll talk to you in the next one. Mm-hmm.